Hello, hello, we are live. Hi there, Jean here, Confidence Through Cabaret. Thank you so much for joining us whenever you are joining us and wherever you're joining us from. Catherine Neasel, welcome yes. back. Week Thank three of so three for our series. Thank you for being yes. here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, if thank you, thank you. If you are just coming to this week three, then all of the, the week two and the week one replays are also in the community and they are also on the Confidence Through Cabaret YouTube channel under Coffee in the Community. So you'll be able to watch all three of them and I will be putting them up to the Confidence Through Cabaret podcast as well. Um, but I'll put the, I, I've waited so that we have all three in a row so that you can kind of binge it. And we all yes. love a binge, yes. yes. Catherine, do you want to do you want to uh, introduce yourself to anyone who's just joining us in this series today? Yes. And then we'll get started. Tell us Thank what we're in so store much. for. Yes. So I'm Katrin Niesel, and um, I'm a healer and business coach uh, for women who want to, you know, build their soul-aligned business with uh, focus, with clarity, with ease, um, so that they can work with the soul clients and have the impact and the financial independence they desire. And I specialize on releasing all sorts of success sabotaging habits and beliefs, which is basically one of the reasons or something that kept me uh, from, you know, working with my soul clients for so long. And that's why I'm so passionate about it and so grateful that I get to, the chance to be here with you, Heather, and with all the lovely people in your group. Thank you so much. So um, if you are joining us either live or, oops, I'm sorry for that, either live or um, in the replay, please say hi so I get to know you a little bit and, uh, you know, can connect with you. So um, ooh, someone just told me that the link isn't working. I shared with them. Oh, no. Ah, okay. Um, so can I just send them um, a link to the group, I guess? Yes. I'm sorry for the interruption. Hold on for a moment. Um, <clears throat> so I oh. should be in the group right now. Yes. Yeah, we're in the group right now. Oh, God, I love technology, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, let me, let me see. Also live one. on YouTube. Yeah. So live on YouTube. So if they go to the conference through confidence through cabaret youtube channel they'll be able to find us there as well why is this not refreshing this is if can you still see if you get um a request to join the group heather i'm so sorry yeah, i will keep that. an eye on that yeah okay so let's hope this works out for her uh, let me just say try this okay so back again okay let me have some tea now <laughs> so today i'm so excited for today's topic because today's topic is really um has been life-changing for me um i started my business in june 2019 i was a very successful international trainer for self-leadership self-management time and task management project management and you know um i worked 
in Japan, in uh, in the US, and in Germany. Um, I, I did the trainings. I can you know, I worked on the trainings. I worked with the code. Code. I had code cheese. So like everything was really going very well for me in the corporate world. And then uh, I was like, I want to do my business because I want to integrate the spiritual aspects of my work way more into my daily life. So I was convinced that it was a no-brainer for me to you know. <laughs> start my business and boom have like secured five figure months within no time i mean uh, opposite to you heather i was um an employee in a company you know i think if i remember correctly you were self-employed as a trainer yeah i have a, a a training and coaching business so i um ran rollouts for corporations so yeah. um so very different because you go in you meet them but you're you're told by the stakeholders the organizational needs yeah. and they pay the bills and yeah. then i engage trainers and and coaches and so on to to fulfill the contract so it's a very different thing because i don't i i have a vested interest only because of the feedback and the, the results that the participants get. But it's a very different aspect to being an yes. employee. Yes. So, so, um, I was I was like super convinced, you know, that my business is going to take off and everything is going to be super groovy and smooth and all this. So, um, to my surprise, didn't turn out like that. If <laughs> I yeah, I know. I'm so grateful that I'm not the only one. I mean, you know, I wish success for everybody, but I'm very grateful that I'm not the only one who had that experience. Yeah. So anyways, a year later, after going in circles, you know, I um, realized what the reason was. And that is exactly what we are looking at today. So today will be super epic. And at the end of today, session you will know exactly what it is right now that is holding you back from really experiencing living enjoying the success you deserve yeah it's not about desire you deserve it because what i believe 100 success is our birthright so, um, and you can also understand, uh, and you will also understand at the end of our session is how you can actually release that these blocks, we will already start releasing these blocks. So you uh, really can start, um, you know, having the success you desire. So now I'm going to look, um, you know, which is just so such a fulfilling experience. So really important. Um, when you have any questions, please drop them in the comments, either when you watch the live or the replay. I'm always happy. Uh, I always check back and see if any questions are there. So don't be shy. Don't be a stranger. And just ask the questions. Or if you feel more comfortable sending me a DM, if you have any questions, please, no worries, reach out to me. Um, very important, at the end of the session, we're going to have a hypnosis session, a trans session. I'm a uh, trained RTT hypnotist uh, by Marissa Pia, if anybody is familiar with her method or has heard of her, um, a very powerful form of hypnosis. And uh, so I really uh, would like to emphasize on 
please do not listen to this hypnosis while operating heavy machinery, you know, or driving a car. You can watch this um, on a replay. It will be uh, just as powerful, okay? So let's get started with today's topic. I'm so excited. So um, just to make clear for whom this life is really perfect, for whom this life is ideal, if you are ambitious, if you are an intuitive coach or a healer, if you have, um, you know, these big dreams to have an impact on your client's life, but, um, you know, if, if basically if you're somewhat of an entrepreneur who has really been, you know, um, trying to achieve success, but somehow it's not working out, you somehow have been going in circles, then this life, this training, this hypnosis session is perfect for you. And uh, so let me know if you have any questions um when i mean tried everything uh, of course you know um which is so important to understand when i say we've tried everything we've booked the trainings you know we we follow the rules we follow the videos we follow we do the workbooks we do the worksheets you know we do everything that is required of us so we think but, you know, and this is really important to talk openly about it, you know, because I remember when I booked my very first training in June of 2000 or May of 2020, I was so overwhelmed by these hour long videos, by all these worksheets I had to fill out that at the end of the day, there was no energy left to actually build my community, which is one of the most important tasks or the hours I spent on building a website, no one ever looked at, you know, um, because I didn't even really know my ideal client and uh, even less my clear message. So what happened was, uh, and I mean, of course, I experienced that way before I booked my first training as well, but I was still in the belief uh, I can manage that by myself because, you know, uh, I have been so successful in the corporate world and also much about project management and time and task management. <laughs> um, you know, I suddenly found myself procrastinating like no one's business. And, uh, but not necessarily like it really took me some time to realize that I was procrastinating, um, which is really funny thinking about it. But, uh, you know, um, how they teach you that it's really important to also do the self-care, which it is, and I absolutely believe in it. But oftentimes what I realized is that I did so much self-care, there was no time to do anything else, so to say. And, um, or other things, of course. But one of the most important, um, or not, not the most important, but one of the things, and please let me know in the comments, please type one in the comments if you know the, this as well. I couldn't settle on a niche. Like, I was like, what is going on? I probably had five to seven niches. Let me know, type a one in the comment, whether you watch the replay or the live, if you can resonate with that. Uh, I was like, I was such a successful, ambitious, focused woman. How is it not possible for me to pick a niche? Like, what is going on? 
this was really driving me crazy. And what also what I noticed is that I reprioritized consistently. I was a manager at trainer for time and task management. And suddenly I wasn't able to stick to my to-do list anymore. I was like, what is going on with me? You know? And of course this was one of the reasons why I suddenly never finished anything anymore. And, um, uh, can you, uh, Heather, I'm sorry. Can you quickly check if my friend Undine has requested access? She has, and I've let her in. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I think now everything should be fine. Okay. I hope she's in, I hope she can see and hear me. Um, well, maybe Undine, if you are live with us, maybe quickly just leave a comment. So, um, Heather, you see the comments because I don't see our live. So you can just quickly let me know if she's. Yes. On. Yes. She's in. Okay, thank you so much. And welcome. So, hi, Andina. <laughs> and, and, um, and welcome. We, we've kind of been doing an introduction to the context of, you know, where you might be and why this might apply to you. So, um, yes. so yeah, you yes. can go back and watch the first five minutes, but yes. most of it's about you trying to get into the group. So that's good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry it's for funny. that. It's funny. So, it's, it's, it's how life works. Yes, that's how it is. So anyways, um, you know, and uh, I, what I also experienced during that time, especially when I signed up for these trainings, because I not only signed up for one training, again, leave a two in the comment, if you've signed up for more than one training, I felt completely overwhelmed. I didn't know where to go first. And then, you know, they give you slight different information, strategies, and like, whom am I supposed to believe? What is it that's gonna, you know, make the difference? How do I actually reach like clients? Like, what do I have to do to work with clients? And I remember so clearly the desperation I felt, you know, because I didn't know what else to do. I was like, what is it that it, you know, what does it take to have success with something you're so passionate about, with something I love so much, with something I'm really good at, you know, what does it take? You know, and I also can remember the frustration I experienced because I've had so many years of experience in my field and I saw, and I'm pretty sure all of them are awesome healers and coaches, but I saw so many really young women. I mean, not that I'm old, but younger women than I am with way less experience than me succeed, you know, and again, I'm super happy for them. I'm happy. I'm rooting for all successful women, heart-centered successful women. Let's be clear about that. But I was like, it really frustrated me. And I'm not ashamed to say it, but I remember back then I felt shame. I felt shame, not only because I was jealous of these women, but also I felt shame because I was like, well, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to succeed like no one's business. And I didn't. So, you know, whenever I ran into someone who'd ask me like, so how's business going? I was like, mm, awesome. <laughs> so not, I don't know if any one of you can relate, but that was my life back then. And I also really clearly remember the exhaustion. You know, the exhaustion of not knowing what to do, the exhaustion of like having work, having put it, 
having put so much work into it, uh, but no outcome, no real, no results, you know, nothing I felt really good about, nothing that felt aligned with me. I remember that was also something that really clearly kind of um, was present within me that I was like, yeah, I do the work, you know, but it's, is it really me? Is it like, does that really represent me? And that uh, now I know it, that when I didn't really exhausted me. So I was tired all the time. So let me know in the comments of any of these, um, you know, um, experiences resonate with you as well. And I also, and this is something also my clients experience, you know, or before they start working with me, what we do very often is we think we, we think we need a new business coaching. So we start looking for a new business coaching, you know, meta, like I remember, oh, maybe I need a Facebook training. I mean, who needs a Facebook training? You can Google everything about Facebook you need to know. I booked myself a Facebook training because, I mean, I'm 46. I never used Facebook before, you know, like it just wasn't my world. And uh, also Instagram. I barely looked at the app. So I decided to book myself an Instagram training on top of all the business coachings I've already booked. And, you know, so we book ourselves new coachings. And then, of course, we also start blaming ourselves when we, for example, we think, okay, today I'm going to watch video one, two, and three, and then I'm going to do all the homework and I'm going to be so productive and on point and focused. And then at the end of the day, you might maybe have managed uh, watching video one and the whole work but really not that much more because suddenly you had to do the laundry and um i don't know um you know dust off the the bookshelf or whatever but you clearly didn't focus on what you had planned to and um and that oftentimes lead to you know we talk down to ourselves we blame ourselves and that's never motivating let's be honest and um what also happens a lot <laughs> And, you know, you get into this, into the circle of like, oh, yeah, let's buy another training. Another one of the like very similar to this is, oh, I just need more certifications. If I, if I have more certifications, you know, it's no problem for me to show up because then I feel more confident. And something that is also very common is when we use escape tactics, like whether it is Netflix um, or a nice bottle of rosé or, you know, I don't know, online shopping, whatever it is for you, um, going for long, extensive walks, which are always beautiful, but, you know, uh, they also can um, kind of be an escape um, mechanism, so to say. So again, let me know in the comments if this is something you've tried before, you have experienced and, um, you know, how it made you feel maybe even. So here's the thing. Let's, and I'm going to be really honest with you, especially if you've tried all the things I've just listed, they won't help. They won't help you. Um, because here, let's be honest, if it would work, you know, you would already be the successful coach or healer or entrepreneur 
you desire and deserve to be. If all these things I've listed, the business coachings, the talking down on you, the whatever, you know, would work, you'd be successful already. So the question is, you know, how about trying something new for a change? And that's exactly, and I want to give you a few examples because we've been talking about the fear of success. Um, because this is such a weird one where we like, who would have fear of success? That's exactly the reason why I started my business because I want to be successful because I'm passionate about it. Um, and, and that's exactly what, you know, I discovered at some point and also what I help my clients to achieve. And it's so not obvious because the fear of success oftentimes, um, is something that kind of, it, it's not often really associated with drama necessarily or trauma, which is very obvious, but with the little things in life we picked up as little kids or sometimes even in past lives. So for example, one of my first clients, when I realized, oh my God, I have a fear of success. I released it and I started working on that. One of my first clients, um, my program spoke to was Dia. And Dia, she's also a hypnotist and she works with women who are trying to um, conceive. Um, and she's also using hypnosis for that. And um, so she was like, what is going on? I constantly procrastinate. You know, I don't never finish. And basically everything I've just told you she was experiencing so we put her into trance i put her into trance and what we realized or what we um, uh, found out in that session is that she grew up with a very successful mother her mother was super successful her father was the stay-at-home dad and there were tensions in the marriage you know because the woman the the uh, the, the woman the mother was very successful and very dominant, which, is, you know, that was just how it was. So there was a lot of tension in the marriage and she was always very, very busy. And to top it off, her mother died quite early. I mean, not that she was still like young or a teenager, but like maybe in her like mid-20s or so, somewhat early, you know. So that can, you know, still uh, have lasting impressions. And the belief she formed is that success um, is a burden for a happy family life. And she loved her husband and she loved her kids. So she had this very strong belief, I either can be successful, but then I don't have a happy family. I don't have a good relationship with my husband and I won't have a really good relationship with my kid because I don't have time. And she had a son she loved dearly and she had a husband she loved dearly. So that is a contradicting belief. You know, she wanted success on the one side, but she also wanted to have family life. And in her reality, these two things wouldn't go together. So her subconscious mind was like, no, we got to keep you safe, you know, so um, you just stay unsuccessful. And it came up with all these tactics of procrastination, reprioritization and all these things to ensure that she's not going to be successful. Well, 
So, and another story, just to show you a little bit, I have two more, just to give you a little bit of, you know, understanding of, um, you know, how this can work, how this actually can impact you, uh, was from my client, Jenny. And Jenny also came to me because she was constantly... Um, for her, it was really the reprioritization. She was when she decided to do a project, she was very focused and she would work long hours and she did all the stuff. But then it was like she told me it was like a like a rope around her neck, which was pulling her at the towards the end of the project. She she just couldn't finish it no matter what it was whether it was she was writing a book and she had written on it for like weeks and weeks and weeks you know or a new offer or whatever but as soon as it came towards the end suddenly she just there was no energy left to work on the last few chapters or the last few implementation things of the project but this new idea that's this, me yeah <laughs> yeah this new idea it was just like, oh my God. I, I, and it, it, she was really desperate because she knew how successful she could be because she did have a successful business with her husband. It wasn't her solar line business, but it was really like, you know, she knew she was capable of success. But this was something she wanted to do her own thing. And that is something important, but that would be a different topic, a different training. Um, but, you know, she was like, I, I cannot finish anything. It drives me crazy. Even when she hired a coach to help her accountable, didn't work out. So what was the reason for her? It was a bit similar to Dia with her. It was um, the very successful father who never was at home, was always very stressed and yelled a lot. They did not necessarily fight, but when he was at home a few times, um, you know, the energy wasn't the best, wasn't really harmonious in the house. So she formed the belief that um, successful people are mean you know, and that successful people yell a lot. And that was also something, A, as a woman, you're not supposed to yell anyway. Uh, that was something she also, you know, didn't want to be. She she didn't want to be a woman or a person who yelled and was barely at home, you know, so and wanted to turn to like a mean person. So again, her subconscious mind was like, no, we don't want that. Success is not what we desire. So mm -mm, no. You're not, you're not going to finish anything of your programs. And, um, and I also want to share my story. Um, I have two reasons for me which blocked me, um, which blocked my success. And the one story, the one, the one aspect was um, my father was fairly successful in his career. And my mother was housewife but eventually started working and uh, but she was you know basically trained to work from light to light so to say as you say in germany uh from light to light so she would get up like really early prepare the food for everybody always the house was always immaculate you know and then she would also go and do her eight hour shifts uh, wherever she was working so she was constantly working on her toes she was constantly tired and the money she made was compared to what my father made not really the same amount 
So I started to believe women cannot be successful because it, no matter how hard they work, the results will be crappy and they will be tired all the time. So for me, success became completely undesirable because it has nothing, it had nothing to do what I really desired, what my sole success code is, you know, which is in my case, like I'm a very joyous person, you know, and when I saw that, I was like, mm -mm, not for me. And the other part had to do with like, I'm a healer, you know, and um, I had been healers in many past or parallel lives, however you want to call it. And um, especially, I guess, probably from, uh, I don't know, but in Europe, we had inquisition for many hundreds of years and especially women who had, who used or benefited from her healing powers, basically from, from their intuition, you know, didn't necessarily have the best time. And what many, many, many women nowadays still face is because of these experiences, you know, because of the torture and whatever happened to us during this time, we A, decided to not shine our light as bright anymore, um, which basically means we cut off our connection to our intuition. This is why many women have a hard time connecting to their intuition oftentimes, not all of them of course but some of them and um, also we decide not like maybe we still could we still have access to these gifts but like uh, we're not gonna be successful with it or we're not gonna really use it so much because you know who knows I mean we just don't feel safe we could be murdered or you know someone could tell on us and stuff like that and uh, also you know what happens a lot or what happened a lot is like we don't want to have money for it not because we believe it's sacred of course that can also be a belief but because having money as a woman uh, just wasn't safe you know, so this could also be a reason for uh, or was a reason for some of my clients and myself, you know, that we had experiences from past lives um, that kept us in hiding, kept us like away from success. So that is why it is so important to really understand on a deep subconscious level what it is that keeps away the success let me know in the comments if any of that resonates with you if you maybe have had you know similar situations in your family that might explain whether or why you know uh, success hasn't arrived as of yet it's an it's an interesting one because i'm not sure I fully know now. I thought I knew, but I'm not mm -hmm. sure I fully know. I do know that uh, for decades, I don't quite finish something. And I don't think it's because something new comes along, although I do love something new because optimism. I think it's more the completion and um, separation from that once it's done and then starting something new. So you, you know, you have to figure out something new once you've done yeah. it, right? So, whereas if something new comes along and I'm three quarters of the way through, then I'll go off on that one, you know? Yeah. There might yeah. not be another bus coming along when I'm finished my thing. And so I think there's a scarcity thing there. 
probably well, you know that's the thing um and maybe even you find out in the session we will do in a little mm. bit but um and i've experienced that over and over again and that is the power of hypnosis we will never and i really truly believe in that be able to really understand the reason for what is going on with logical reasoning so i mean it sounds reasonable what you just said hella it yeah, might as well be i know but i that's why i'm saying i'm now doubting it because i'm now yeah. i've always thought that was what i am but that's be, that's just my intellectual brain that's not yeah. the intuition yeah and that is what i've experienced i mean you know like at, at this point in my career, I don't even have extensive pre-talks with my clients anymore because all the reasons they give you, they always turned out like, nope, it's not that. Yeah. You know, especially with this fear of success because it's, it's such a tricky, intricate one. You know, I don't know if it was intricate, the right word even, mm -hmm. but, uh, <laughs> um, but but thank you but um yeah it's just such a such a surprising one oftentimes you know yeah. and uh, i mean what i just shared about myself of course there were still a more elements to it because in a proper session we dig really deep you know today we don't have the time for that but we will sh look at two different scenes that can show us why or what is holding you back from having the success with your soul aligned business. Because what is very important to understand between being successful in the corporate world, where we basically just have to fill out a form, so to say, you know, we don't really have to express ourselves. Like yesterday, for example, I was talking with a really old friend of mine and who's really successful in the scientific world. She, uh, you know, and um, very smart woman, very ambitious, and she has no problems talking about other people's releases scientific releases and stuff like that in front of a big audience no problem at all super confident but as soon as it comes to her own publications she's like <laughs> you know so and that's exactly what happens for us women when we have had lots of success in the corporate world um, and then, uh, you know, want to uh, stand up uh, for ourselves, for our beliefs, for our desires, for our dreams, for our passion. And suddenly we have to show ourselves, you know. And yeah, it's an interesting one, because um, if anybody's come across Brene Brown, who is pretty mainstream, that is very much her story of doing, you know, being a researcher and doing all of these, you know, interviews and all of the research. And then doing a, a TEDx that a few hundred people should have seen and turned out to be millions, long story short. Um, but the reason why I mentioned her story, because there are a lot of, um, of successful people who have who've, you know, undergone this, is because um, her fear wasn't that she was talking about herself or that she was it was it it was a fear of rejection because as a researcher yes. she's not supposed to be vulnerable she's supposed to be an academic therefore she has a role and an image and buying into that instead of being able to show up as who you are is is academic suicide you know yeah. so 
Yeah. So it's, it's, and, it's and we talked about the fear of rejection in our first uh um, se- in our first episode of this show. Of yeah, and I, yeah, so go back and check that out if if yes. that resonates with you. But the other thing I wanted to raise is that the last time in in week 2, we talked about the money blocks mm-hmm. and the fact that unless you clear what we're talking about now and what you're sharing with us around, you know, the fear of success, unless you clear that the money blocks are going to keep coming back. Yeah, you won't you won't stand a chance. Yeah, so go and check out number two if that. I, I mean, what I mean, you know, like it's okay. Here's the, here's I think from my personal experience, and I've talked to money um, um, uh, money manifestation coaches to several, and they all agree with me. If you m- manifesting money, okay, and I'm actually um, one of these days um, post about this. Um, actually, because if you want to really integrate the principles of money manifestation, it takes a lot of work, you know, work around your beliefs, work around, you know, how to release them, how to uncover them, how to reframe them, you know, energetic work, like all these things, all these steps. And if you have a fear of success, you won't do it. Or you maybe do it for like a couple of weeks, but then eventually stop it. And if there's one thing I've learned about manifestation, especially when it comes to something that is important to you, you put a lot of emphasis on. It takes a little longer than just like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really good at manifesting all sorts of stuff. You know, I think about something, boom, two hours later, it falls, falls into my lap, you know. So, but when it came to money or clients, that was a whole different story back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there were so many different beliefs. Oh, someone just said something. For me, it was only my mother who was constantly working and I thought I'm never happy with her. Life. Yeah, yet I believe in my strengths now and I can't accomplish anything. So, uh... I yeah, anything I set my mind to with the power of hypnosis and RTT. I love this. And um, thank you for sharing that. And I think that's the difference is that hypnosis and RTT, and I'm going to say this for you, because I know otherwise it, it sounds like you're trying to convince us because you're away. But <laughs> it is better. It, it just is better to, you know, it's a bit like, you know, you can go to, through psychotherapy and I am not dissing psychotherapy, but it is uncovering every little pebble mm-hmm. and actually you could uncover and and change things in the unconscious through hypnosis. So I'm a huge fan of this, as you know, but I wanted to say that on your behalf and I thank thank you for sharing that as well, because I think it's really important to not make it sound like this is the the comment here. You know, um, I can accomplish anything I set my mind to through the power of hypnosis and RTT. And I think, you know, that's, that's a, that's a wonderful testimonial because sometimes when we're on social media it can sound like oh well your way of course your way is going to work because that's what you're selling and it's not that it's Mm -hmm. i I am a deep believer in hypnosis it's powerful it's quick and it cuts through to the root before you had time to give up on all of the working through the beliefs and i'm a person who worked through works through the beliefs so oh yeah it's not that i'm afraid of hard work it's but and i believe in that but this is a different way and it it gets you there better smarter faster yeah and and, i mean i uh did my rtt training i started in march 2019 and before that I think I started my journey on positive thinking. It must have been 2008 when my sister took me to a seminar um, of one of the 
not co-authors, but in, inspirational speakers in this book, The Secret. And he was touring through Europe and we went on a, one of the seminars. And so, you know, I became aware of the power of our minds and I, you know, used it and implemented it and, and like pretty easily. Like, for example, I remember the first thing I've tried out, I was like, you know, focusing like I'm always on time. You know, I have all the time in the world. I'm always on time. And I kid you not. From constantly being late, I suddenly was always on time. Pretty soon, once I started this, affirming this, you know. So, you know, I knew about it. And um, and then in 2011 in India, I met uh, uh, a guru, if you want to call him that. And he gave me a really powerful meditation to integrate positive affirmation, combining it with gratitude in my into my daily life. And I would really... I mean, I'm a Capricorn in my rising, so I can be very disciplined and focused, you know, and I would implement that in my daily life. And I also, again, saw benefits to it. Sure. Never thought about hypnosis. Never, ever. Then some, someday it fell into my lap, you know, like the, the kid to the virgin, as we like to say in Germany, and um, the baby to the virgin. And um, uh, I was blown away by the power of hypnosis so uh, just to make clear why it's so powerful in hypnosis you can identify the root cause of whatever is blocking you whether it's success or whatever other area you have in your life like really fast and you will experience this soon and then also release it um, and the difference is you can release it with the root causes. And there are uh, endless studies on that. For example, one from Stanford University who can who clearly have proved that while you are in trance, you can release these, you know, um, uh, deep-rooted beliefs. And then, and that's the beauty of it, implant, so to say, plant new seeds, seeds of more empowering beliefs. And this will then enable you to actually take the action, you know, to, to finish your projects till the end, to really see clearly what your next step is, to enjoy the process. Because let's be honest, building your solar line business is basically an expression of your creative being. And that's, we are all creative beings, you know, that's what we came here for, to experience the creative joy of who we are, you know, and you can show up with confidence because you totally believe in yourself. And that's what also makes the uh, business so much more fun. You actually start working with your clients because, you know, clients are so in love with your confidence that they can't help but want to work with you. So, you know, this is the beauty of hypnosis. So I would say, let's get to it. Are we ready for it? Yes. Awesome. We are ready. We are ready. Okay. Please make sure you are not driving or somewhere precarious. Yes. Not up a ladder, putting lights on your roof or anything like that. If you're going to listen to this, <laughs> pause it and do this on replay later. <laughs> yes, please. Very important. And also, if you have the ability, the possibility, make it really comfortable. Because the more comfortable you are right now for your neck in general, you know, the deeper you can allow yourself to relax, which is always beneficial. Make sure you're warm enough. 
yeah, that you have something cozy to wrap you in and maybe if you wear glasses just for now if it's more comfortable for you take them off if not then of course you can leave them on and um, just mute your phone so nothing will you know disturb you and um, let me just take one last sip and then let's just get ready get comfortable and we are now getting started so just make yourself comfortable and um roll up your eyes as if you're looking into your own i'm sorry that was i yeah uh, roll up your eyes as if you're looking into your own eyebrows and just keep your eyeballs up take a deep inhale and exhale let go take another deep inhale and just keep your eyeballs up exhale release and one last deep breath keep your eyeballs up inhale retain your breath just for a moment and when you exhale close your eyelids down but leave your eyeballs up just for a little while so exhale close your eyelids down while you leave your eyeballs up and already you can feel how your eyelids get really heavy how they feel like as if they just don't want to open anymore and now you can just relax your eyeballs just let them go wherever they want to go and already you can feel this beautiful feeling inside of your body that lets you go even deeper and deeper and all your cares and tensions are just fading away you're relaxing more with each sound that you hear with each easy breath that you take and your eyes are feeling heavier and heavier so just allow this drifting, floating feeling to develop in your body now. Don't try to make it happen. happen. Just allow that drifting, floating feeling to develop in you with every breath you take. And now, in your own time and in your own way, just feel yourself floating down, drifting down. So now I want you to sink your chin on your chest just a little, as if you're looking down a staircase. And don't worry if you don't see the stairs, your mind, your brilliant mind is already listening to me and can hear, see, feel everything I tell you. So now you're looking down these 10 steps. You're moving on to step 10 right now as each muscle, every nerve turns loose, lets loose, and you go deeper. You're taking step 9 and 8, and every sound around you takes you deeper into relaxation, and you sink deeper. 
you're taking steps seven and six and as you move down drift down travel down to an even deeper level you sink deeper you're taking step five you're already halfway down as each muscle each nerve turns loose lets loose and you go deeper you're taking step four as you gently calmly easily move on over to an even deeper level taking step three and two just go deeper and deeper just means you're going deeper into an awareness of yourself sink deeper and deeper and now you're just taking step one just sleep deeper go deeper drift deeper into a wonderful ocean of relaxation and with every time i click my fingers you just sink deeper drift deeper sink deeper deeper and deeper and deeper still and you do this just wonderfully and while you sink deeper with every breath you take, you sink deeper and deeper into the awareness of yourself. So while you think deeper, I now want you to just shake your head very gently from left to right, as if you as if your head is a little flag. It's just waving in the wind from left to right, very gently, very easily. And with every movement of your head, you're sinking deeper and deeper and even deeper. And you're doing such a good job with sinking deeper drifting deeper sinking deeper and while you're now sound asleep and when i say sound asleep i'm not talking about the sleep you take at night but the sleep of your nervous system a way more powerful relaxing rejuvenating kind of sleep and you just enjoy this transforming rejuvenating, healing kind of sleep. And I'm a great believer that you can't fix what you don't understand. And I believe that in order to really release any success sabotaging blocks, it is very important for us to understand how, why, where, and when you acquired it. And your mind, your brilliant mind already knows why your success is not coming as planned. And we are now going to two different scenes, all to do with the cause, the root and the reason why your success is just not happening, why success is taking so long. So now we are going back to a scene that is to do with that same feeling, that same belief. And your mind, your brilliant mind already knows. And as I count backwards, it will take you straight back to the cause 
of those success barriers why you are not allowing yourself to be more successful. So on the count of five, you're drifting back to a vivid, vital memory, a crucial, significant scene that is all to do with why you are blocking yourself from success. On the count of four, you're becoming younger. On the count of three and two, you're becoming smaller, lighter, shorter, drifting back, right back to a scene, place, event, and time that all has to do with why you are not as successful as you desire to be. On the count of one, you are going back easily, years, months, weeks, days, appealing away as you go back to a significant scene right now you just be there now and as I click my fingers the scene is coming into your mind easily effortlessly and automatically like a computer screen warming up and suddenly the scene is there and now I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and you're just going to answer them for yourself and rest assured that you will remember everything so the scene you're in right now, is it daytime or is it nighttime? Are you inside or are you outside? Are you alone or are you with someone? And how old are you in that scene? Older than 10 or younger than 10? And now the most important question. How are you feeling? What are you experiencing? What are you observing in that scene? What is being said to you? Or do you maybe hear other people talk either to you or about something you can hear that scares you or you don't understand? What is it that you are observing? And how does it make you feel? I am feeling and I also feel And I also feel, and from these feelings and the observations you do during that scene, the experiencing, the experiences of these things, what conclusions did you draw from that? And it's very easy for you to understand how the emotions you felt as the little girl or young girl or young adult and the experiences, the words you've heard. It's really easy for you to draw the conclusion, to, to, draw, to really understand to what conclusion you came to. You can now really easily see and understand how this 
why this is currently blocking your success. And I also now want you to very easily understand the belief. Because of the experience in this scene, I believe that What comes up for you? And because of the experience in this scene, because of the emotions I felt in that scene, I formed the belief that success is And now as a grown-up who wants to build a successful soul-aligned business, you can now really easy see and understand how that belief is currently holding you back. So let's start releasing it. So these emotions, go back to the emotions you feel in that scene. You can now very easily identify where in your body you can feel these emotions. Whether it's in your throat or in your chest or under your collarbones or maybe in your stomach or maybe in the area of your genitals. But you can very easily locate those emotions now. Right now, you can very easily locate the emotions that are trapped inside of you. And I now want you to imagine, because you are now connected with the powerful energy you are, that you can just transform these emotions and beam them out of your body into a blue balloon that is hovering in front of you. And you take all your focus and determination and the intention to release these emotions. And you beam them out into the blue balloon. And you can very clearly see with your inside eyes how the balloon is growing and getting bigger while you are beaming out all these heavy emotions that you have experienced in that scene. And while the balloon is getting bigger and bigger, you are feeling lighter and lighter. Because you are now releasing with every breath you take, with the sheer power of who you are, with the determination and the intention, you are now releasing this stuck emotion. And I'm going to give you a few more moments to make sure that you are releasing all of these stuck emotions.
So now that you have released all these emotions into this balloon, I now want you to <clears throat> release the balloon, release as if you were holding on to it. Now release the balloon and you can see how the balloon is now flying off into the universe where it's being transcended into positive energy again. And you just released yourself from these stuck emotion in the most harmonious, peaceful way. And knowing the beliefs you formed, rest assured you will remember that so that you can use that later on to release these beliefs as well. And while you let the sea now go and just let it go and you just sink deeper, drift deeper, we are now going to a second scene a second scene which will very clearly show you the most significant reason of why you are blocking your success. So on the count of five, you're drifting back to a vivid, vital memory, a crucial, significant scene that is all to do with why you decided to block your success. So on the count of four, you're becoming younger. On the count of three and two, you're becoming smaller, lighter, shorter, drifting back right back to the most significant scene, the first place, the most crucial event and time that all has to do with why you decided to not be successful, where you decided to block success. And on the count of one, you're going back easily. Years, months, weeks, days are peeling away as you go back to a significant scene, just be there. And as I click my fingers, the scene is coming to your mind so easily and effortlessly. And the scene is now there. And the scene you're in right now, is it daytime or is it nighttime? Take a look around. Are you inside or are you outside? Are you alone or are you with someone? And how old are you in that scene? And what are you doing? And now the most important question, how are you feeling? I am feeling, and I'm also feeling And I'm also feeling, and I'm also feeling, and what is happening in this scene? What are you observing? Is someone doing something to you or with you you don't enjoy? Do you maybe observe others talking? What kind of behaviors do you observe with yourself maybe or with others? 
and now really very important. You have all these feelings and you see these behaviors of what is happening, what is going on in that scene. So now I want you to very easily understand what was the conclusion you came up to? What is the belief you formed because of that scene? The experience of that scene caused me to believe that Because of what I experienced in that scene, I formed the belief that success is. And remember, and just rest assured that you will remember this belief until you come back to your conscious state of mind. And now again, I want you to go back to these emotions you felt during that scene. And you can very clearly now feel them, locate them inside your body. And it's now again very important for us to release those emotions. So again, locate the area in your body where these emotions are stored, where have They've been blocking your natural flow of energy, your capability to actually release those beliefs and to release and to release those emotions so that you can have success. And again, you now see a balloon, a blue balloon right in front of you. And you now form the intention in your powerful mind that you are now ready to release those stuck emotions. That this is your intention and all with your and with your all your power and all your mighty and with this powerful intention, this powerful decision of yours, you are now beaming all these stuck emotions that are stuck in your cells, out of your system, out of your body, out of all your cells, into this beautiful blue balloon who so willingly takes all these stuck emotions in. And you do that with ease because you've decided because you are just so powerful that this decision of yours lets these emotions that have been stuck within you for so many years just release and go over into the balloon. And while you see how the balloon is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you feel lighter and lighter and lighter. I'm just going to give you a few more moments so that you can really release with your powerful intention, your powerful 
decision of releasing yourself from these emotions into the balloon. And just let them all go. And now that you have released all these emotions, they are now all stored safely in this blue balloon. You just release the balloon and you can see the balloon flying off into the universe where all these emotions are being transferred trans into positive, high vibe emotions again. And you feel so much lighter right now. You feel like as if a really heavy burden has been taken off you. And I want you to, as best, to the best to your ability, capabilities take a deep breath inside through your nose really slowly and deep and just while you breathe in connect with the center of the earth and you can vividly imagine how you are connected with the center of the earth and just inhale this pure frequency of abundance this pure frequency of thriving, of fulfillment from the center of the earth. And while you inhale this beautiful frequency of the center of the earth, rushes right into your body, connected, because you are part of this cosmic play we are all part of and you can easily draw these beautiful frequencies into your body into all your cells to help you heal to help you cleanse and with every breath you take you inhale allow yourself to take in even more and more of these beautiful, pure frequencies from the center of the earth. And with your next breath out, you feel completely refreshed, ready to come back to full consciousness. And on the next breath out, you feel energized and motivated. You can feel how life is spreading through you, how every cell of your body is celebrating the new lightness you feel. And you become more energized with every breath you take. And when you are ready, in your own time, on your next exhale, just open your eyes and be fully conscious again.
And whenever you're ready, just come back to full consciousness, feeling excited, motivated, and so much lighter. So I hope you guys had a good time. I hope you guys had a, got a good understanding of what is currently keeping you from being super successful. Heather, do you maybe want to share a little bit about your experience? You seem to be very much relaxed. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've had a really good night's sleep. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, uh, the, that's another benefit of hypnosis. It's so rejuvenating. It's unbelievable. I have to unfortunately unplug my headphones. I hope you can still hear me okay. Yeah, we can hear you fine. Hold on, I need to now. Uh, how can I know? Can you say something, Heather? Yeah, can you hear me? Why can I not? not it might uh, take a second. It might take a second to, um, I... to adjust. Do I have to have? No, you don't have to have headphones. It just might take a second to adjust. But though. I can barely hear you. Oh. How Maybe do it's I, um, how do I do the, because I need to charge my phone. Uh, how do I um, do it on speaker? I wonder. Um, it should just come up when you take your headphones out. It should just come up. That's what mine does. Well, it just has well, to work like that now. I'll just talk. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I, at first, um, was trying very hard to control it to mm -hmm. one memory. And it wouldn't, uh, I, it wouldn't do it. Um, it, it kept sort of jumping around to different situations and I, and I was really distracted by it. Um, but I let it go. And what I found is that there's a pattern across, uh, across that, that childhood time of my life around 10 years old to probably up to about 12 years old, where I was in so many activities and they all had the same, uh, result which which just makes so much sense that you know how could i excel at any one of them when i was doing too many things um and that and so i i started to feel like i was always falling behind in in each thing um and and that it, i felt a lot of disapproval i felt a lot of shame i felt a lot of smiling and saying it doesn't matter i didn't want to succeed in any one of these things anyway. And so I learned that facade of, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I I don't really need to try or I don't really need to. So I, I for example, I would, I, I was a, a figure skater for most of my childhood and, you know, I would go into competitions, but I hadn't really prepared anything. So I would freestyle and which is interesting because I now freestyle in cabaret and burlesque, but but then I, I just wasn't mature enough or ready to do it. And, and of course, in, in a competition, you're against people who have actually prepared. But I didn't do those things because it would sabotage it so that it would give me a reason why I wasn't successful or why I didn't do well. And it wasn't even really about winning because I've never really been about winning. But, but it was kind of a, oh, well, that's why I didn't do well because I didn't really even try. 
And so there was, and that, and it, it was those pattern and that's why I couldn't settle on one memory. And you kept saying, you know, that one scene and I was going, but there, but there's so many and it's a movie mm -hmm. and it's, they all mm -hmm. had the same thing in common. But may I ask you a question now, Heather? Yeah. Can you see that pattern, this reality repeating itself in your current life oh, as well? Completely. Oh, completely. Mm -hmm. Um, completely less so now with confidence through cabaret, but certainly with with a lot of other things. And and in fact, almost that I didn't want to do, you know, some of the cabaret and aerial stuff. It was like, oh yeah, but if I don't really try, if I mess around, then I, you know, it's I didn't yeah. really want to do it. So I can hear it in my adulthood for sure. Yeah. And that's exactly, you know, when we would have a one-on-one -on -one session, we could have, you know, dig deeper into so why did you do all these different things? Why would you not settle on one thing? You know, but of course, since we didn't do the one on one, we couldn't we really because there's a reason. I mean, yes, of course, we have lots of different interests. That is kind of like the obvious answer. But and, and the um, answer is simply that my mom registered me for them all. So there was a period of forgiveness in that in that trance as well of kind of like, but it was meant to be to try lots of different things. And here's the killer. I did the same thing with my children. You what? Sorry? I did the same thing with my children. Oh. They did everything. And mm -hmm. there wasn't a point. I, I was aware that they were doing too many things, but they wanted to do them all. And it, and I don't know now whether they really did want to do them all or whether they wanted to please me. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting conversation. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but, you know, if at any time they'd have said, I don't want to do this, or if they'd have said, I want to do more of this other thing, I, I would have instantly, you know, been happy with that. Um, but I don't, I, I think I felt like, but they, they might miss out on something if they don't try everything, you know, and that's because that's what, that's what happened for me in my childhood. And the difference was I didn't succeed at any one of them. Yeah. I it would be interesting to dig a little deeper. I could, yeah. see, I could see, I could totally see that to really get because the real, the the really deep root cause often comes when we even go to a sure. third scene, sometimes even a fourth. And of course, with the questions, I would then ask you to guide you through the memory and stuff. But, it was very um, real emotion, though. Like I could have cried. Yes. Yeah, I mean, crying is basically a big part of hypnotherapy. Um, not yeah. to scare anyone off, but every tear we cry is basically basically releasing emotions. But were you also able to locate the emotions and then release oh, them? Oh yeah, yeah, very Beautiful. much, very much. Um, and they were all over. They were all over. There's very much in my chest and in my stomach and and also in my in my cheeks. I mean, it was all over. And I, I had to keep sort of doing a quick body scan to kind of go, oh, there's some more here. Send that up to the balloon. Yeah. 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 Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing, Heather. That is so powerful that, you know, the, the experience you've just had and so courageous to share it with us. So thank you so much for that. I would love it if anybody else, when you're watching this, if you um, if you want to share your experience, either you know connect um, directly or or you know share it in in the comments for for others as well. I do have a question: If somebody mm -hmm. watches this again and again, would we go to the same sort of place, or would it take us to different? Yeah, I thought so. It depends. So what I have learned is um, why is it not doing the okay. Uh, 
it depends. So what yeah. I have experienced is when the situation, if you have not understood the real root cause, the real, you know, how I ask you, like, to what conclusion did you come? Yeah. You know, and if we have, like, so, for example, I had clients who tell me, like, oh, yeah, I've seen that scene so many times already. Um, um, but they didn't get the conclusion. They didn't really understand what the scene was telling them. Yeah. And I think, I believe, as long as you don't really understand what the scene is really telling you, then uh, you might come back to it over and over again. Okay. You know, or maybe, you know, or maybe there's still more to uncover in that scene. You know? Oh, there's more but, to uncover in my scene. I yeah. promise you. So, but of course, of course, it's quite possible that you will discover or see many different kind of scenes as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the question is like always in the end, what what belief did you form because of that? And then now use that information to really release, reframe that um, belief to really let it go. Of course, with hypnosis, that would be a very quick undertaking. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can also do, there are logical pros, uh, prospects of it. Um, yeah. Ways yeah. to do that on a logical plane. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That that does yeah. make a lot of sense. Uh, I, and this is a good time for me, at least this is a good time for some journaling, like just to. Yeah, um, for sure. That's for sure. Something I recommend that you, um, you know, take your journal and write down the, a, the beliefs and maybe even the scene, whatever you remember so that you can then really work on those beliefs. Mm -hmm. Can I share one, um, uh, from Facebook? Sure, please. So, um, same scenes came up with my mother and seeing her so unhappy and always working quite a lot. Also, my grandmother popped up at the same time, constantly working for other people without thinking about herself. <laughs> and also my aunt and actually women in general worked quite a lot for their husbands, their kids, and they worked more than the men in my life back then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't want to, didn't want to work the way they did. And I perceived, and I perceived when I was little, this is my conclusion so far. And also for me, because I remember I had a very similar experience that um, maybe it's also uh, success is not available for women or that they have to work really hard, yeah. you know, and and then, you know, they work really hard, but then they be, like, I mean, I don't know if this is, so if that makes sense for you, whoever wrote that is, you know, when you, when your goal in your life is to be happy, you know, for example, uh, but you are in your reality, you grew up witnessing that working hard, working a lot means unhappy because when we are little kids, that is the only conclusion we are capable of. Right. Working hard, working a lot, unhappy. All women I see, same pattern, working hard, working a lot, unhappy. Okay, but I want to be happy. That's for me very important. So there's also this kind of like um, contradicting belief, you know, that when we work hard, we uh, will be unhappy. So it can be quite possible that even when you work hard or when you work a lot, you don't really 
get anywhere you're not really moving forward you're not really making the progress necessarily can be it doesn't have to be like that and that it doesn't make you happy because you pick work that doesn't make you happy and so can i ask a question here let me if i may say this and this could actually um end up with you know, when, when we have this belief that women have to work hard and a lot and they are unhappy, that we then tend to do work, you know, that is draining us. So what that means is, especially when it comes to building a business, because I had these beliefs, I spent weeks and months doing stuff I hated and that didn't do anything for my business, such as building my homepage. Oh my God, how much time and money I didn't waste. It's not a waste. I've learned something from it. But how much time I spent on my homepage, how much time I spent on probably 12 different freebies. Like, you know, I spent so much time on so many things that didn't generate any income instead of doing the thing that matter most. Because I had the belief women have to work hard all day long, not getting anything from it and being unhappy while doing it. Uh, So that's why it's so important to really, you know, and this is what we can discover in one on one to really the underlying belief, what conclusions and how does it display in your everyday life now? Yeah. Hi, Zena is just joining us. Um, it's, you're going to want to watch the replay of this um, for sure and go back um, through the trans uh, exercise. I, I wanted to ask a question about because when I hear when I hear this, this about this scene and and the pattern of, you know, women work, this is the same one, women working, um, seeing them being unhappy, working hard, being unhappy, and, and you know, and it's repeating itself every time you see women. How much of it is based around our values? So, for example, is another way to interpret that, not so much in, on, well, it is on what we've seen, but it's more about, um, I don't want to do that because I have rights to do something different. Because I, I, I'm asking that because I, I would say that my mother in in her um, parenting days wouldn't have had the same choices that I had in my parenting days. Um, and so I wonder if if some of that. Okay, okay, let me let me give you an example that's really simple. So you grow up with a with a mother who is obsessively clean in the house. To me, you're going to go one of two ways. You're either going to go also obsessively cleaning in your house or a complete slob and you just don't care about it because that obsession just seemed over the top. So I guess what I'm asking is, is there a part of us that's that's maybe nature or maybe it's generational that we would say, no, I'm not working hard because I've watched these women work hard and get nowhere. Like I am not doing almost like a, an obstacle. Uh, thank you for asking. This is such a powerful question because this is exactly what I did. I was like, my mom. I saw my mom working hard all day long, you know. And um, for me, I was all about joy, 
again, you know, now that I understand my soul's success code, it makes even more sense than before. For me, it was like expressing myself. I don't know if you've seen any of my face, uh, Instagram pictures, but I always like to make funny faces and be a little bit humorous and stuff. You know, for me, it was always about enjoying life, expressing myself, you know, like, oh my God, life is the best. And my mom is like, no, you have to clean the bathroom. No, I mean, I was a little kid and I had to clean the floors of our keller like once a week, you know, like who does that, you know, kind of like. So for my mom, it was all, always very important and still is. And this is fine. This is how she was raised, you know, to be really, really clean. And um, so and I, I came to the conclusion, if this is the life of a woman, if this is what I can expect from being a grown-up, I don't want this. So for me, this was a reason to completely shut down. You know, I was like, I was one of the worst in school. Like, I was no straight-A student because I was like, no. I'm not doing that shit. You know, it's not worth it anyway, but look at my mom. I mean, I wasn't conscious about that when I was young, you know, not at all. Um, uh, and it, basically, that was a pattern that repeated itself continuously. But then on the other side, and this is really important to understand, on the one side, I really blocked off this whole, you know, going after what I dreamed pursuing my passions, you know, enjoying life. There was still like this happy facade. But the reality we grow up in has shaped and formed us so deeply that just because we say it out loud three times, I'm not never going to be like my mom, doesn't mean we're not going to end up like her. I'm a very clean person, you know. <laughs> like My apartment is always... You know, I don't want to say immaculate, but pretty clean. I mean, when my mama, my when my mother comes to visit, she will notice everything. But in my mind, in my book, it's pretty clean. Um. So, so basically, what is? Ah, uh, I turned this. Totally a few wrong. years ago, I turned this around after a period of anxiety and panic attacks. Now I'm not eager to clean my house anymore. My husband is doing is doing. I mean, fair play. Your husband is doing yeah. it now. I love Absolutely. that. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. That's awesome. Good for you and good for your husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the comment, so, the comment uh, before is about being, to... have, being a compulsive, obsessive dis disorder, cleaning every time and everywhere. So it sounds a lot like what the expectations were that you grew up in. Yeah. I mean, um, and also, of course, having a being in a clean environment, especially my mom, she was born in 47 in a war-destructed country, um, you know, um, having a clean room um, gave, gives safety, you know, like yeah. these kind of obsessive, obsessive behaviors, they also give us a form of safety we do not get in the outside world. Whether it's because, I don't know, you, whatever kind of parents we grow up with, you know, or the environment we grow up with, you know, there wasn't food, there wasn't, you know, so, um, and, and if we keep our space clean, this is where we have control over, so that is also, can also be very much a reason for this obsess obsessive cleaning behavior, you know. So again, um, 
uh, it really is depending like um, just because we clean uh, grow up with a clean mom and then don't turn up to be clean doesn't necessarily mean we were able to avoid certain um, realities certain beliefs we picked up because we might not even be aware of it i wasn't aware of the belief that women cannot be successful until i did a hypnosis about it yeah yeah and i suppose there's also that filter of you know you could have several siblings and each internalize it through through their own way you know mm -hmm. so so you could you could have a different understanding i have i have several irish friends who are one of you know 12 and and when they start talking they'll say did we even have the same family that that i don't that's not how i remember it at all you know it's it's yeah. an interesting it's an interesting way Absolutely. about how we internalize it ourselves uh, which is where my question was coming from i have to i'm sorry what i said that's where my question was coming from was it, it how much of it yeah. is that the way that we internalize it or filter that yeah like i have two older sisters and they grew up each of them each one yeah do, do i say each of them grew up in a different reality than i and so for example my oldest sister she's also always very uh she, so she was one of these women like yeah you know I mean, it has to be cozy in my home, it's somewhat clean, but not obsessively clean. I rather do things for, you know, maybe myself or my, my kids. But then on the other side, uh, when she would work, whether it was like in the garden or in a house or in her job or whatever, she was obsessively diving into the work you know, and always had to be extra hard for her. So this element of being a woman and having it hard was present, you know, maybe differently, but it was present. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I love this. I love this. If you want to continue the work, get in touch with Catherine and, and, um, and spend some time, uh, you know, the, the offer is still there to have a call and find out, you know, about, about the kind of work that would benefit you and, and, and how your connection feels and, um, and you can continue the work from there. Yeah. Do something totally and different. Who knows? <laughs> absolutely. I mean, um, uh, my clear method is now because I realized when I did my yearly reflection, actually, I realized that, um, you know, clients come to me for different reasons. I have, I work with clients who are just at the beginning of their business. I work with clients who already had successful five figure launches, but were stuck on a certain income plateau. So, you know, I have had a full range of different clients with whom I've worked with and helped to reach the next level in their business. And that is why I realized I need to be more flexible with my cl clear method because it's so powerful, but not everybody needs the full business strategy package again, you know, or whatever. So we can offer, so now I'm offering two months, four months or six months package depending on the needs and also and i already told you heather about this if you come from um, this group from this live from the series and use the code cabaret you even get a special deal yes you do yes you do and thank you for offering that thank you thank yes, you for offering of that 
Um, some interesting comments in the comments. So, um, so do go back and and have a, have a look. Um, just very interesting stuff. And we could be here all day. Um, yes. But I, I just I, I I just wanted to point out the the context thing. Um, you know, it, so so there's a a comment here about you know it, it's a distraction to go inside and deal with your inner upcoming feelings you think subconsciously if anything is clean outside then i'm content and everything's okay yet it isn't because i discovered that my car is a mess all the time and it's uh, <laughs> it was only uh, it was my only place where i had allowed that to be to be myself and it's interesting because you might think i, I i'm successful like i'm okay here and I, i'm where i want to be and maybe maybe something comes up over the holidays and you sort of you know set your business plans or you set your goals higher or you want to be successful in other areas of your life i mean we talk about this a lot of confidence through cabaret where you might have confidence in your personal life but not so much in your work life or in you know you might you might feel great in your work life and your personal life but not so much on your stage life and you know for example on social media and things so it's it's a matter of where do where do you want that to show up and we haven't defined success in this session, right? It's wherever it serves you. So I just want to point yes. that out because if you're talking about, you know, which package and, and so on, then, then you can discuss that according to what it is that you need. It doesn't have to be that you want to make more money. And that's also something actually that I realized because we are so conditioned and, you know, I'm not going to say the word, but we are so conditioned to believe that everyone wants to have the, you know, the lots of money and the bling and the big cars and the designer handbags. And don't get me wrong. I have a designer handbag and, you know, I love fashion and all that. No question. But once I actually did a session on what success actually means to me, to my soul, and when I learned to integrate this into my life and into my business, not only did become all the work so much more easy, so much more fun, but also success suddenly started flowing. And that's exactly what you mean. You know, we think we want the big money. We think we want the big cars or whatever, you know. And maybe that is true for you. I'm not saying that this is never true. But oftentimes our soul actually really is starving for something else. And as, as long as we neglect that part, as long as we don't let this part happen in our life, We might be successful, but we might most likely won't have a really nice life. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Spend some time journaling and um, have a think about what success means to you. I think that's where I'm going to start. Yes. What, what is it that really lights you up, that brings joy to your soul, that makes your heart skip a beat, I like to say, you know? what like And especially remember back when you were a little kid, what was it that you were... E with which you easily could spend hours and hours what you just enjoyed so much and just you know get yourself in a meditative state think about it let memory arise and then write it down and integrate these things into your daily life thank you uh -huh. that's beautiful 
Yes. And again, if you want to find out more about the clear method, if you feel like you, you know, just want to have a mindset strategy session with me to really check out what is going on, send me a DM, reach out to me. You can reach me on Facebook or on Instagram, uh, both under Katrin Niesel and the contacts, I think, uh, I mean, I'm in the group, so you can just easily either comment below or just send me a DM and you know, don't be a stranger. Nothing's going to happen. And um, let's have a chat and yeah. find out. And let's make 2022 the most successful year of your Soul Aligned business. Amazing. Thank you. I just want to spell that because if you're listening to this on podcast, because we're going to put all three of the episodes up on, on the, the podcast, um, then Catherine is K-A-T-H-R-I-N. And then Niesel is N-I-E-S-E-L. So if you're listening on podcast, then jump onto uh, in, onto Facebook or jump onto um, Instagram and send us a direct DM, or you can uh, put a comment into the show notes and, uh, and I'll pass your message along and connect you. Thank you so much. I had such a blast. And whenever you need, you know, someone else to have lives with, just reach out to me. I always love to do lives. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this series. It has been a beautiful way to end and bring us right up to the holidays and, and just open our hearts for what is possible. So I, I deeply appreciate you. Thank you. I thank you. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Thank you so much. Right, everyone. If you're signing off for the holidays, then have a wonderful time over the holidays. Yes, I know we're like waving at you. <laughs> um, and uh, on behalf of Catherine and I, I am reminding you that it is your body and it is your world and it is your stage. Take up space yes. and play. Have some fun over the holidays. Thank you, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Bye.